0: Welcome to Federal Insights, improving digital investigations in government, sponsored by Nuix. Here's today's moderator, Tom Temen. Welcome and thanks for joining us. My guest today is Bob O'Leary. He is the head of investigations for Nuix USG, Nuix company. Bob, good to have you on. It's
1: great to meet you, Tom, and thanks for having me on.
0: And we are going to be talking about digital investigations in government at all levels. So maybe let's begin with a little backgrounder on you, because you have done this. You have walked the walk and talked the talk. Sure.
1: Uh, I'm happy to fill you in on my background. I started my career with the New Jersey State Police, uh, typically as a general road duty trooper, and moved into narcotics. I worked undercover for about nine years, Um My foray into this field was rather uh, interesting as it was uh, a bit of a backdoor in that most of the people that were arrested uh, for those narcotics offenses had stolen phones or burner phones or clone phones, and generally those just went into evidence and nobody did anything with them. Uh, Luckily, uh, through my wife, we had a contact with the phone company. She worked there and uh, her boss, a vice president once said, you know, if you ever need anything, let me know. And I said, as a matter of fact, we get all these phones and I think there's a great deal of information, but we can't do anything with them. The uh, following Monday morning, I had the director of security calling me at my office, offered to teach me how to get the data out of the phones. The uh, phone companies, the cellular phone companies, essentially um, signed a a document for us, uh, indicating they were the victims of the mobile phone fraud because nobody was paying the bill. So as the victim, they gave us carte blanche, essentially to pull the data out of the phones because they were the owners and victims of the uh, theft of services. And as we started to get that data out of there, we began to link phone numbers to otherwise unconnected investigations. And as we did that, we started to build cases. And as it became more and more um, uh, successful, We started doing it for other units in the state police, including the Auto Theft Task Force, major crimes and uh, organized crime. Uh, Essentially seeing the success of that, the New Jersey State Police realized that there was a need for a high tech crime unit. And myself and um, one other detective were assigned to start that unit in 1996. Uh, From that, it's grown into a a bureau that focuses on everything from, Cybersecurity through ICAC and all of the other uh, internet crimes.
0: Yeah, so you were really on the digital side of investigations before it became a popular term.
1: Yeah, ironically, uh, one of the uh, one of my colleagues uh, referred to it as a pioneer, and I never really thought of it that way. But when I look back, it was we were there weren't many units out there, and there weren't any statewide. There was uh, NYPD had theirs. Uh, Jimmy Doyle ran that one, very good friend of mine. Uh, there was one out in Silicon Valley and a few others, but there wasn't a statewide um, unit, so. Sure. Most, most people don't realize, you know, New Jersey's a little bit bigger than you think, so <laughs> it was quite a lot of territory to cover.
0: Yeah, it's, it's uh, a lot of people live there. It's a populous state, and it's also geographically, like you say, bigger than you realize until <laughs> <to laughs> you drive from the top to the bottom. Right. But in this whole area of digital investigations and investigations pretty much all have a digital content, or component probably safe to say in this contemporary time, what do you think is the essential data challenge now facing investigative agencies, state, federal, even non-state or federal, local?
1: I think the biggest challenge is processing all of the available data into a single platform and being able to see it in one view. We can process data in any number of tools, but there's there's only one, frankly, that brings it in from all the sources, whether it's computers, cell phones, internet of things such as drone um, dumps, that type of thing, cameras, we can bring it all into one platform. And then being able to link all that data, that sequence of data, those sequence of events and see it in a holistic view is the biggest challenge that I've seen. And I know having done these investigations, we often had evidence that came from different sources. We processed them in different platforms and then had to manually collate that relevant data. Here we're able to do it automatically through the Nuix workstation.
0: Yeah, I was gonna say there's a great variety of data types and the places that data originated from standard databases and applications to unstructured data. How does that all come into this and and does it?
1: Uh, Absolutely it does. Uh, And the ability to find, to take that unstructured data and make sense of it, whether it's text stripping, or it's finding the metadata, it's finding those relevant pieces of information. Another uh, great feature in NuX Workstation is pulling named entities out of source data. So we identify people's names, uh, URLs or web addresses, email addresses, IP addresses, uh, monetary values, and uh, uh, we've built some that even have MAC addresses. If we have a suspicion in a cyber case that one machine's connected to another, we'll connect them by that unique MAC address by those machines. So the ability to pull that, uh, those pieces of information of investigative value out of the data set very, very quickly, we do it automatically in the processing, gives investigators a head start on getting to the, the relevant information in that data to make their case.
0: And what about the issue of the nomenclature and having a common definition of a single thing throughout all of the data that might be coming in? That seems to be a challenge sometimes in investigations. Uh, the, uh, for example, from sources, you might derive the word pike. This was the example I learned many years ago in law enforcement setting. And a pike can be a place. It can be a type of street. It can be something you stick somebody with, you know, m- multiple meanings to a given term, that has to all be harmonized, right? To be able to use it properly.
1: It absolutely does. And uh, one of the things that we do, and when we look at that uh, those keywords or that term, we are able to look at it in essentially the context in which it's used. For instance, we can see the three lines before it or after it or 10 lines before or after or 20. So it gives you the ability to see the word in its context. Additionally, Uh, Nuix does a really cool feature and I hadn't seen it before anywhere. It's an uh, index of five words. We refer to them as shingles. So it'll index every string of five words. So a a sentence with 10 words in it actually has six shingles, words one through five, two through six. You actually see the word and the words before and after, so you get an immediate sense of the, the context in which it's used. Uh, we also have the ability to understand the topics, so to speak, so that we're looking at the terms that we're we're finding and the manner in which they're uh, used. Uh, a great example, uh, we had done a test for, uh, for a client to see our translation capability, and we do it with a third partner, and we translate audio recordings, and typically they talked in code words, and we were able to find the code word in those transcribed recordings and be able to understand where they were using the code words for essentially drug terms that we were able to look at and understand the context in which they were used.
0: Interesting. So I guess maybe having that type of integrative platform that you've described really helps the intergovernmental aspect of investigations. For example, you know, in doing undercover drug investigations for New Jersey, you must've had regular dealings with the feds, you know, the DEA and so forth.
1: Exactly. And, 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 um, we did learn to build those cases with common uh, search terms, known vernacular, uh, street slang, that type of thing. So we would look for it in our data sets to see where, where it was used and what context it was used. Now we're able to actually build those lists much more efficiently because we're finding them in the data proactively.
0: And investigations are group functions in many cases. You've got the investigator, the police on the beat directly, but then there's a whole support staff and people doing data analysis. How do you make sure that everybody has the data that, that is needed by the investigation? How do you know the scope of the data that needs to be ingested so that nothing's left out that you do integrate then into the platform?
1: The scope of the data is actually very important. You you can initially find that you Um, believe you've got everything relevant, but as you get into the investigation, you start to look at things like the USB devices that have been plugged in and realize that you may not have a thumb drive or an external drive that have been connected to the machine with links, you know, shortcuts that point to that. And they have, you know, the, the name of the document can be somewhat innocuous or it can be incriminating. However, it might not be anything of real value. The, the, point of it is you don't know that you can't assume. So we need to go back and find those. But in our initial assessment, we're able to see that those devices existed. We can often find the serial number for it, the date that it was used and that type of thing. So it gives you more opportunity to go back and find those additional pieces. And then as far as collaboration goes, NUIX has a great capability to allow multiple analysts, reviewers, investigators to access the case once it's processed in our investigate tool. So it's essentially a browser-based tool that they're able to log in securely over their VPN or their secure network and work simultaneously in the same case, searching data, connecting uh, people, connecting phone numbers and addresses and that type of thing to people. So we're able to have that team approach and support it very well through our investigate tool.
0: And just a detailed question, different numbers have associations with them for example a vin for a car has a format just like a credit card number has a format gun serial numbers have a format depending on the manufacturer and so on it goes on and on does the tool have the ability to say hey this is a you know ruger serial number and that's a ford vin for example
1: Yes, as a matter of fact, uh, that we do that in our named entities and that technology is based on regex or regu- regular expressions, which are essentially a sequence of uh, characters that will find anything matching a pattern. So the query is for a credit card. It's those four digit segments with the space in between. Uh, we also have the one validator, which will tell us uh, uh minimize the, the false positives for 16 string characters that may not be credit cards, because we know what uh, each of the major credit card companies start with the same sequence of numbers. So we'll know whether or not they're actually valid or just a false positive. Uh, Some of the other things we're able to do, and you bring up a great point about the Ruger, we are able to leverage deep learning uh, in that we can do image matching based on models that are publicly available or build our own or clients can build their own so they can find images that match for guns or bicycles or street signs or vehicles. So they're able to use those models and scan vast repositories of data to find images that are pattern matching or item matching within the image
0: fascinating stuff we're going to take a short break here though my guest today is robert o'leary he's the head of investigations for newix usg and corporate newix i'm your moderator tom temen this discussion is federal insights improving digital investigations in government sponsored by newix here on federal news network complex investigations often involve multiple suspects many devices and large volumes of data They can cross agency, state, and national boundaries. NUIX empowers government organizations worldwide to simply and quickly find truth in our digital world. NUIX software gives your agency one window into all of your evidence, even with complex sources and growing data volumes. You can beat the case cues and resolve more investigations. NUIX. Finding truth in a digital world. NUIX.com slash WTOP. Welcome back to Federal Insights, improving digital investigations in government sponsored by NUICS here on Federal News Network. My guest today is Robert O'Leary, the head of investigations for NUICS USG. I'm Tom Temin. And we were talking about lots of sources of data, the need to integrate all of that data. Maybe discuss for a minute, Bob, the need to in- inculcate data sensitivity and the understanding of how data can best be used and the sources that might be needed in everyone connected to an investigation and not just the the case owner, for example, him or herself.
1: You're absolutely right. There's a, a need to be able to bring all that data in. Uh, essentially we have, uh, it's very common for people to work in virtual machines. So they don't necessarily work on a, uh, um, a local machine, a host computer, they work from a virtual machine. So we need to be able to process that because it emulates their actual workstation, their work environment. To them, it's transparent, but for the purposes of an analysis, if you were to do just the analysis on the base machine and not that virtual, that VM, uh, you wouldn't necessarily find uh, the data you might be looking for. Additionally, they would, we'd need to look at the phones or the um, not only the communications in that phone, but also the logs, the call logs, the messaging logs, that type of thing, to coordinate that and put all that data together. A typical scenario, and it's common every day, even in business, we see I may get an email and I start to reply to the email and find that it's a little more complicated, so I pick up the phone and call. So... Having that data, the email initiated at a phone call immediately after back to that same person starts to lend itself to understanding the sequence of events and the relevant pieces of information. Uh, Additionally, I might've been on Teams or I might've been on this call uh, or an interview with you and I get a text message or a Teams message and it's very, you know, it's urgent. So I can simply, you know, respond back quickly. But based on what I'm looking at, I can see that I'm not only involved in this meeting but I also was responding to other meetings simultaneously. So you can see the sequence of events, the types of things that are going on, being able to pull all that together. And think about expanding that out. We have uh, many buildings with security and they have card swipes, they have uh, barcodes, they have identifiers so that people access the building, leave the building, they swipe their cards. We need to know those timeframes as well so we can pull all those logs in. Additionally, you have network security devices that show events. And we can see those events on those network security devices, such as NuX adaptive security. We have a great capability to pull all of that in, especially when um, our network security tool alerts on behavior that might be worthy of further investigation, a mass deletion event, copying of critical value data from a network down to a thumb drive, inserting a thumb drive into a or a USB device into a computer. These are all the types of security events that our clients would have to investigate on a regular basis. And it may be innocuous, it may be irrelevant, but it could be something that's part of a rather important investigation. So we need all of that data and be able to cull all that data. And as you can see, we bring the phone, we bring the call logs, we bring the meeting logs, we bring the email, we bring the card swipe logs and um, the security, the network security information into a single case and you can essentially see everything that the user was doing. It all it virtually recreates their activity over that period of time. So being able to pull all that together, additionally having going back to that team concept, having all the people that understand those pieces of data and are able to put them all together can be critical to the success of a investigation.
0: And it's a lot of data <clears> place <throat> and it originates in many locations and you have many people from Different agencies and in different locations, and so sharing that data becomes something of an exercise in difficulty if you don't have a good unified way to do it. Discuss Correct. maybe how you can enable that sharing so that everyone has equal access to all the data, and you get more efficient investigations that way.
1: You're absolutely right, especially in the, in this, you know age of work from home and remote workers and that type of thing, they're not together in the same office or the same SCIF or task force. So now the ability to be able to pull all that data into process it all into a single case and then make that case available to everyone so they can not only see their data, but how it corresponds and connects and collates with the data from their colleagues, it gives them a much better understanding of what they have on hand, what they're working on. The other major advantage to that is you don't have multiple disparate cases working in the same investigation. You have all the data in a single place. We're not sharing out copies of it that then have to be recolated later on. You're working from a single case folder or a single case in Elasticsearch and everyone has access to it. So all their activity is logged. They've already tagged it, they've done the searches. So it's going to eliminate a lot of the redundancy that you would see working disparately or independently on the same case, but also it gives you much better uh, opportunity to coordinate the effort, assign segments of the data to specific investigators and they're able to link it all and then be able to go through thousands of emails, break them up into 200 um, email chunks and have five different investigators go through them and look for that relevant data. It makes it much faster, much more efficient, and obviously a much more productive work team.
0: I imagine having also this one single authoritative source of data that is comprehensive and shared by everybody, the kind of one case concept that you described really helps investigative agencies connect dots they might not have been aware of. Look how many times over the years, post facto, we find that cases were connected, but weren't apparently connected at the time they were being investigated.
1: Absolutely. You, you make a great point. Having all that data in a single place, we do all the link analysis, all the connections, and we only have one case that then goes to the prosecuting attorney, to the whoever is the next authority to get it. We don't have to go through five or six different versions of the case to determine which is the most comprehensive. The one case we have is the comprehensive source for our investigation.
0: And what are some of the technological Infrastructure pieces you need to have in place to be able to take advantage of this type of platform that you've described.
1: The um, uh, the, the big advantage of Nuix Workstation and our investigate tools as well as adaptive security will run on physical servers. They'll run in virtual environments. They'll run even in cloud environments. So the advantage to that is we can essentially accommodate any network configuration that our client is you know is required to use. So. We can leverage that and then the additional resources that they can muster or install in those more uh, memory, more CPU or processing cycles, um, additional hard drives, gives the ability to process that data much faster. Nuix will leverage essentially all of the resources you can throw at it, including Nuix licenses, but obviously you need the hardware and the physical resources to support that speed, that input output.
0: And can people use it effectively on mobile devices? Um,
1: laptops, I use it on my laptop all the time. Uh, I have a, a rather beefy uh, company laptop that's designed for that. But I'm able to show our clients, the people we work with, just how fast they can get through what would essentially be large data source you know, data sets even pretty quickly on a desktop re- replacement laptop. Uh, We have partner companies that build hardware specifically to optimize Nuix. And we've got some that are pushing through, you know, 75, 80 gigs of data per hour. So that's a huge uh, performance capability because the faster you can push that data through and process it, obviously, the much faster you get to your answers. And there's always a boss looking over your shoulder saying, what do you got for me? Where, you know, what are are the answers? I need information. I need to, you know, I need to make a report. You accommodate him, you make him happy or her happy, and obviously the world get, becomes a much happier place.
0: <laughs> sure, and finally, you know, having gathered all of this data, having normalized it all, having put it in a repository that is authoritative and again, accessible by everyone, how do the analytical questions that might be specific to your agency, to your case, to your approach, get in there to work on that data? That is to say, how does Nuix accommodate the specifics of a given case and the questions or the algorithms that that agency might wanna to bring to that, to that data?
1: Uh, that's a great question. Nuix is actually highly customizable. We can run custom scripts, uh, whether they're Ruby scripts, Python scripts, or uh, JavaScripts. So you're able to parse that data, search that data, analyze that data, do the link analysis, and you can customize it. Anything that we don't do out of the box can be customized using the scripting capability. For the investigate tool, we can use scripts or we can also use workflows. They're automated processes, where we may wanna go through and look for immaterial items. And an immaterial item might be a folder, a zip container, uh, something that's not relevant, not user generated and not necessarily of any forensic or investigative value. We can simply exclude it or minimize it so that when we process our search results, that doesn't come up as one of the results that has to be then You know reviewed and determined to be irrelevant we can we can determine it you know that it's immaterial up front so that we reduce the number of false positives to the searches that we're running Uh, going back to the scripts there's things that we can run for instance generate a report of all the usb devices that were ever plugged into a machine it's very clean very neat includes the serial numbers and we know right away what was plugged into it so it, it takes a lot of the manual steps out of the process by automating
0: it. All right. So use scripting to get to the script kitties.
1: Yes, exactly. That's a a good, it's the first time I've heard that analogy, but absolutely, you're right on target.
0: All right. Our guest today has been Robert O'Leary, the head of investigations for Nuix USG. I'm your moderator, Tom Temin, and you've been listening to Federal News Network. For more on this discussion, please visit federalnewsnetwork.com and search Nuix. Thank you for listening to Federal Insights, improving digital investigations in government, sponsored by NUIX on Federal News Network.